ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast at ProWrestling.cool. Once again, as the, the internet's pro, premier wrestling journalist, we are also the world's most knowledgeable political commentators for these very dark times. Yep. Hulk Hogan 2020. Dear God. We are here Peter to talk about... as his VP. Nope. We're here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which means we're going to talk about Raw, we're going to talk about SmackDown Live, NXT, and of course, we're on the road to Clash of Champions, because Raw does not get a December pay-per-view. I saw that Clash of Champions ad that they're showing with Charlotte. It's yeah. creepy. I mean, she's a flare, so of course it's creepy. Yeah, I guess. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And we're joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not just cool, it's not cool. That you don't we don't say it twice. Well wait, we didn't say it once, so okay, fair. Uh yeah, we're streaming live over uh twitch.tv slash ozone online and apparently on YouTube. I I still don't know how that works. And I don't really care, so don't try to explain it, Owen. I know you were about to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, we're monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. And of course, uh, if you ch- check us out live, uh, get to see us on video. Isn't that neato? So fun. I'm still getting used to this weird webcam and feeling like I have to play for it and everything like that. I don't I know. I mean, it's, it's only for the live audience. We don't. I mean, YouTube archives it. I guess so. As is Twitch. I mean, the Twitch archives go away eventually. You go away eventually. We all do, John. Also, heads up if you're list- if you're watching the video version, uh, we everyone missed all the terrible uh, political jokes you made at the beginning of the show because the audio was not working. Oh well, okay. So yay, we're not gonna get kicked off of YouTube. I mean, hey, it's fine. You know, we're not. Oh, I wasn't talking about fucking how everybody is a, a sexual deviant. I mean, everyone is. We've I've I've told you this many times, John. You know, every I know it. I know it won't matter. I know that when it happens, they won't do anything about it, and no one will care, and it will just get swept under the rug. But when does someone call out, like, a prominent WWE person in all of this? You mean Vince McMahon? Any of them. Vince, Dunn. Because wrestling is carny bullshit. It's like, it's out in the open, all the the, the sexual bullshit that goes on with the McMahons and wrestlers, and no one does anything. It's carny bullshit. You'd like to hope that in this, this era that we're in, Something would happen. All right. Well, all I ask you, John, is make sure that I don't have to fire you. I, it's not going to happen. I mean, we already know my terribleness. I uh, display I, I, it all the time here on ProWrestling.cool. I thought you were going to say you, that I know that you're unkillable because you are the entertaining part of the show. Oh, I mean, yeah, if, if you want to go there with it, sure, that too. Uh-huh. I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. I was going to be more humble John, about did you it, listen but... to the episode where I talked for an hour by myself? It was very dry and not funny. That's why you need to play off of a soundboard. 
Not that I know from experience. I mean, I have a soundboard right here with me now that I'm talking to. Wow. I mean, it's a good thing. You yell a lot, do you not? If you're tuning in live, you get to see my wonderful facial reactions here that don't play on audio at all, but boy, are they fun, this side eye I am throwing. Oh, good, because I, I don't actually like look at the video because I'm looking at the chat. That's good. I, 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 for people at home, I don't, I don't look at John during this because I can't, I can't make eye contact with him. Haters going to hate. So, John. Yes, that is me. Here's the the bit where we talk about stuff we've been doing this week. You know, you know what I started doing uh, yesterday? No. I, I started playing HQ. That's that is a video game. I hear. It's is it? People in my office were talking about it, talking about playing it, and you know, I I work for a place that is not entirely like you know young and hip and gamer filled or anything like I always feel kind of weird when I'm sitting in the lunchroom and my lunch break just like mm -hmm. playing switch as I did today because you know how you do you should have been playing HQ I had a meeting when HQ was running oh there there was one right before we started on the air I got I got the, I got the third question wrong so whoops nice good job I I don't know books books are a thing like, yeah no it's question. It seems like it's fun. Yeah, like, the second question was good. It's like, which of these is not a single-cell organism? It named two, like, single-cell organisms and then a caterpillar. Sure. I, I picked the caterpillar. I was correct. Sure. But all the people that did not pick it, it's it just, it's amazing. It's good, it's good stuff. Yep. Also, hello to Miss Mouse Loves You in the chat for saying hello. Thank you. Oh, for hey, what's up? Live. We, we, don't, we don't give shout outs a lot, but new person. Just want to be nice. And also, you found a natural ending point in the conversation, apparently, because I guess you're just not going to tell me more about this HQ thing. No, I'm going to tell you more. It's, uh, I mean, have you not played it? No. It's, uh, it's trivia. With, uh, I hear this. I hear it as a 12-question thing, and that you can win real-ass money. Yeah, you can win like a thousand, bu thousand bucks, usually. Or a cut of it, if you're one of the few people that make it to the end. Yeah. And uh, it's got video, live video, of uh, the host, Scott, who, t who talks and makes jokes, and it's fun. Apparently there are other people, though. There's Scott's oh, no, boy. No, fuck everyone else. Fuck Scott bo Scott's boys. I hear that Scott lives in a cage? God does live in a cage. He cannot talk about the cage. He cannot tell you that he that people like trivia. Don't talk about the salad. We Don't cannot talk name about the salad. the salad. We cannot talk about the salad. We do not say if he likes salad. Please. But yeah, HQ is fun. Uh, it's iPhone only right now, and you need to enter your phone number to verify who you are. Cool. Because you get, you get, and then it's super shady because there's no like legalese really, and they pay you out through PayPal. Nice. It's it's super shady. It's kind of cool. I don't expect nice. ever to win it, but you know, I started playing it. It's, it's fun, and also All the right chat then. constantly talks about Abby. 
From Giant Bomb. God damn it. Now the whole thing is just going to be Abby from Brooklyn all over and over again? That That is what it is. It's constantly just Abby from Brooklyn, and I, I am one of the people who also writes that. It's pretty good. Uh, so have you been playing anything since you're not playing HQ? Uh, yeah, no. I've, uh, I'll, I'll talk about it quickly. I've been playing, uh, The Mummy Demastered on the Switch. I, I saw the Giant Bomb Quick Look of that, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's alright. Okay. That's, I don't know, that's like, it. I, hey, it's, it's a Metroid game that plays a lot like or like the you know the shoot the feel of the shooting is like contra and like it's got some cool ideas to it but like i feel like it never really coalesces in anything like the story is not very interesting it's just you know it's something kind of happens like i feel like the Hold design of the, hmm are you telling me that a a game based on a real shitty movie does not have good plot yeah i mean there's there's just no there's just no charm to the writing really like that's kind of the problem it's not even just that like the plot is bad it's just like you know look look man way forward they know how to make some charming ass video games mm-hmm. when they want to like and this does not feel that way to me mm-hmm. it just feels kind of like going through the motions it, it kind of reminds me of the the Shantae game that they made for the DSI where mm-hmm. where it's like it's got a lot of like really weirdly ambitious ideas and like sort of interesting th- concepts in it that, like, feel kind of half-baked and don't really go anywhere. So, like, the death mechanic in this game is uh, is actually kind of interesting. It's like, so when you die, your dude gets turned into a zombie, like a, a mummy zombie creature by the, the evil villain. So yeah. what you spawn it, you know, when you spawn at a save point, what you do is you spawn as an entirely new character with none of your gear. And you have to go kill yourself? Yep, you got a corpse run and get your gear back. So it's, it's, this is the Dark Souls of 2D platformers? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it's, it never goes away. Like, it's, it's always going to be there for you to get it again. But they, cool. it's got, you know, it's got like some kind of interesting ideas. They don't really do anything with it. And honestly, in the way it's implemented, it kind of sucks a little bit because it just kind of dissuades you from from exploring and finding things. And, like, you know, the collectibles are all just, like, kind of simple stuff. Like, you get... You get a whole bunch of different weapons that, like, you can, you can you know, halo it and carry, like, two special weapons at a time and, like, a special grenade of which you get three. But, like... Mm-hmm. There's kind of no real reason, you know... The, the grenades kind of upgrade in their trajectory, so it's like you kind of never want to have the old grenades whenever you get the new one. And, like, I don't know. The the weapons are, are fine. Like, they're, they're fun to mess around with. Like, they got some cool stuff. I like the harpoon gun. It's really cool. But nothing ever really, like, changes the experience. Like, it kind of never really feels like you're developing all that much or getting, like, really cool new powers. And I guess, you know, whatever. Like... How much can they really do in a game that's supposed to be, you know, aside from, like, the mummies? It's like, oh, you're playing as a weird military man, paranormal military thing. But it's like, the special powers you get are, like, you get to run faster, which means you can do long jumps. or And, and you, got, you can jump higher. And you can get a... You can get, like, a thing that powers up your weapons. 
I assume I'll get a thing that lets me go underwater soon. Like, none of it really feels like, you know, you're really growing as a character. Not in the same way that, like, you know, the Metroids and other similar games do. Like, you know, a symphony of the night, if you will. Mm-hmm. Where it really feels like you... There's a tangible difference between the character you are when you start that game and the character you become when you finish it. Right. This doesn't really have that. And, I mean, like... And I was just going to say, like, you know, I, I wish the castle design was a little bit more interesting and varied. There's a lot of just, like, long rooms of fighting the same kind of annoying enemies over and over again. And, like, the weapons are fun to shoot, but, like, a lot of the combat is kind of repetitive. Well, you have to remember this is a licensed game for a shitty movie. Still, it's a $20 thing. Well, do you feel like you're getting your twenty dollars worth? I mean, well, I guess I paid fifteen for it, so I don't know. I it's it's good. Like it's it's definitely got some charm to it, and it's got some like really interesting mechanics. Like I said, and there's you know some fun to it. But like I I started off much hot hotter on it than I currently am. Like as it's kind of gone along, I'm kind of like, all right, you know, I'd be okay with this ending soon. Like it's it feels kind of insubstantial. Gotcha. Which is disappointing, because like I said, it starts off really strong, and it starts off like, wow, I can't believe that they made something interesting out of this weird mechanic. Like, you know, not to really spoil anything, like, you know, in the story or anything, but, like, there's a point in the game where I'm at where it's, like, one of the areas I'm I'm exploring is, like, a crazy ruined city that's overrun by the monsters and everything. And it's kind of like... It feels like something that should be cool and exciting, like, oh, man, look at this crazy thing I found. But it really doesn't feel all that different from any of the other places I've been exploring. It doesn't feel all that different from, like, the weird sewers that I've been in. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, again, it, it's, it is a perfectly good Metroid clone, but it's it feels very lacking in ambition, despite the fact that it has some really interesting ideas to it. Mm-hmm. And this, the course shooting is very good. Even if a lot of the enemies aren't that fun to fight. Gotcha. So, John, would you recommend the game? Um, I wouldn't pay 20 bucks for it, but yeah, it's, yeah, if you really want to play a Metroid game, and you can't play Samus Returns... Which I currently don't have a working 3DS, so or I do, but it's in a box somewhere, so whatever. But yeah, you know, it's it's. I'd say probably you know, ten bucks is it's worth it. Wait for a sale. Sounds good. Yeah. So John, are, is there anything else, or are you ready to head into the wrestling news? Hit the jingle. Hey, John. Yes. Uh, you watched NXT TakeOver War Games? I sure did. We talked about it a whole lot last week on a very long episode. Yep. Well, uh, Drew McIntyre lost the NXT Championship. He sure did. And as I said last week, I was very surprised. And then... Uh, but pleasantly in the, so. In the Facebook uh Q&A thing with Triple H afterward, he mentioned that uh, Drew McIntyre suffered an injury. And it is not a storyline. 
because he tore his bicep and he is going to be out until next year. That's no good. So uh, that's uh, that's a shame for him. That means he will not be at you know NXT Takeover Yapapai Indian Strap Match or whatever they're what? calling the one in Philadelphia. Don't don't call it that. What? What? Don't, no. No. What? The y- no. Yapapai. No. We. This is the second time that we've referenced that terrible man today on this episode. We don't need to reference him more. I'm not referencing him. I mean, I'm referencing the strap. Brother, dude, Jack. It's his idea. <laughs> it was his concept, and no, that's Indians, why it was the worst. The Indians came up with it. He just borrowed it from them. Come on, man. Yappa pie. I, 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 but yeah, I have no idea. I thought that actual... really racist thing in one of Chris Jericho's autobiographies was bad. No, I don't even. I don't even want to hear it. It's an idea for a match he had that was really bad and and fucking problematic as shit. It's, and he was, uh, and he literally puts a parenthetical in it. I, I honestly, I can't tell you what it is. I was just, I just remembered my weird visceral reaction to him describing this dumb idea he had when he was a teenager, coming up with backyard wrestling shit, and mm-hmm. putting in parentheses like, "I still think this is a great idea." You reading this, Vince? Like, no. It, was he channeling his his inner Roddy Piper for that? Yeah. Really? Kinda. Really? So yeah. It, it, hold on, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway for people at home who don't understand what I'm referencing. It involves blackface. I don't know if it was gonna be him doing blackface, but it was oh definitely like something in that match. It, it, the match was very much on like racial terms and kind of played that up. No, oh, I don't. I, it again, seemed like I, some. Nope. It seemed like some weird fucking carny ass fucking Jim Cornette booking fucking New Jack nope. in the early nineties. No, nope. we don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go further down this hole. This sounds real bad. Yep, Smoky Mountain, y'all. Nope, smoke him if you got him. No. Alright, fine, fair enough. But yeah, Drew McIntyre is out, so he will probably not be at the next TakeOver. Alright, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting us back on track, John. He's gonna be out for, like, six months, they they say, at least. Yeah. and this, uh, He has an injury, as I understand it, very similar to what uh, former NXT Tag Team Champion Scott Dawson is currently facing. Oh, shit. Don't 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 remind me of him. It makes me sad that he's not around. Rest in peace. Hey man. However sad you are, just remember, Dash Wilder is even sadder. No, I don't need to see the video again of him trying to clink the air. Please. It's clearly like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but the for for people who are interested, uh the plan finish for the uh, the match at TakeOver was still for Andrade to win because Drew McIntyre was closing in on being promoted up to the main roster. That was uh, fast. I mean, he's a former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, true. He, did, he, he didn't need to be there long. He didn't, but it seemed like he actually wanted to be there, although I guess that was just, you know. Everybody says that. They they, they actually want to get the WWE paycheck. 
Yeah, true. But yeah, so hopefully, hoping a speedy recovery for him. Just I'd rather not watch him wrestle at the takeover that I'm going to. You could have just cut it off, and I'd rather not watch him wrestle. I mean, I'd rather. I it's even worse when you're in person. But speaking of that, John, uh, they had a you know the tickets for NXT Takeover uh, Philadelphia go on sale this Friday. They sure do. But uh, on Cyber Monday, they had a a little unannounced uh, presale for them. Oh wow! And uh, I got in on there, and I said, "What do you got?" And they said, "Hey, do you want to be in the front row across from the camera?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's 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 the ideal situation." So I, I bought tickets. Well, all right then. So I confirmed I will be at there. And what's awesome though is that. You and I have gone to two takeovers together. Yes. Right? The two Brooklyn ones, one and two. Mm-hmm. What did we not get at those shows? Ringside seats. We didn't get to take the, ch- the ringside seat home. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. That is also a thing that we didn't get. So now they're making chairs for takeovers? Yep. It, the thing says I get to take my chair. All right. So there you go. I get... So for, for Rumble Weekend, I get double the chairs. That's exciting. Just remember, cart subject to change on that one. Uh, n- no, because at the last few takeovers, if you look at the front few rows, you see the chairs are the ones with subprinted on them. So you, you well, can't... I haven't been paying attention to the chairs. I've been too busy watching things like, I don't know, the wrestling. Yeah, I mean, as, as someone who was playing to go to a takeover, I wanted to keep an eye on that. You never know, but yeah, that, that's exciting. I'll I'll be at uh, Takeover. I'm curious what the actual name of it will be since they keep promoting it, which they did tonight on NXT with just the generic logo, not even putting Philadelphia on it. So clearly, that's going to change. Or it'll just be Takeover Philadelphia, and they're just trying to figure out what they're going to do the logo treatment as. I mean, if they wanted to do a logo, it would just be a giant Liberty Bell. It makes sense. I mean, it's it's pretty easy. So I'm I'm sure they're coming up with something creative. I got uh, speaking of uh you know WWE shows, special events. Uh, they had Starcade this past weekend. Yeah, they did. Did not air on the network. That's dumb as shit. They had cameras there, though. Of course they did. So... They almost what? always have cameras at these things. I mean, so are they going... Did they film it and, and they're going to put it out later? I mean, shit, we'll, we'll talk about how they almost always film these things later. Okay. Fair enough. Did you, uh, did you follow along with anything that happened at Starcade? Yeah, I did. I I saw that spinebuster that uh, that Arn did to Dolph Ziggler. That was Absolutely cool. Good. Did you see Goldust come out? No, I didn't see Goldust come out. I saw Dustin Rhodes come out. No, he came out as Goldust first. Oh, he did. With the music and the robe, and then he took it off, and then the uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes music played. It's pretty good. Really, it's really good. Getting to see him wrestle at Starcade was pretty neat. I don't even remember who he wrestled. Uh, who he wrestled? 
Yeah, it was it was a uh, Dash Wilder. Why? He's rock. The rock guy. So is Gold Dust. That's no Gold Dust is Dustin Rose is a free agent. He shows up at NXT all the time. Uh, excuse me. Goldust came out in the beginning of the match, so... I mean, it was Dustin Rose dressed up as Goldust. Without the paint. It was a swerve, son. Hmm. Anyway, that was cool. Uh, they did the, the cage match. Also, shut up. Cool. The Hardys were there. Delete. We'll get to that. True. But yeah, Starcade seems cool. Uh... Apparently, Michael Hayes said it all together, which comes as no surprise. Yeah, of course he did. He's the and only person there that would champion that. With power, you mean. Because Arn would also champion it, but he doesn't have power. True. And uh, apparently, word is that they may do it again next year. Hopefully, they'll actually air it live. All right, then. Arcade is cool. Make sure you check WWE.com and social medias to see all the cool videos and photos they did. And, uh, before I get this last bit of news, do you have anything you want to contribute to uh, the news section? Or are you good? Nope. Did you hear about this last bit of news about WWE Studios? Yeah, I did. Weird, I don't right? know entirely what it means, though. So Although I'm sure what it actually means is Nothing! Oh, they're going multi-platform. So aside from all the shitty movies they keep putting out, they're also going to put out the shitty TV shows. Scripted sure. ones, reality ones, family and animated television, and digital sure. content. So they're, gonna, they're, getting into, they're getting in the shitty TV business because they, the diva stuff's already working so well for them, so they want to double down on that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense why they would do this. Like, their film studio division is doing okay. Like, clearly there's a market for going for, like, you know, streaming first or streaming only. Like, it seems like a lot of their movies fucking just end up there anyway and and do that circuit. So, like, especially since it seems like uh, is their, their deal with Liongate is over, right? I have no idea. I thought that was like a six movie deal, so I, that that could be over. I I I don't follow WB Studios movies very much because they're all bad. I've seen one of them. I've seen zero of them. I, I don't even know if Oculus counts as the thing. Because like it does they didn't they didn't make that they just like gave some money no. to it when they no. to like distribute it. Is WWE Studios' name attached to it? Yeah, it is. Then it counts. There is a... They they buy the mirror from a... From the Levesque family, and I was like, I wonder. Wait, is uh, is that really their name in the movie? Uh, it's it's not the name of the, the characters in it, but, like, the, the spooky... The big spooky mirror that, like, is, you know, the whole central thing of the, yeah. the horror plot. Um... Yeah. The, the previous owners that they get in an auction from are the Levesque family. That's fucking perfect. And That's... I was like, huh, I wonder. Does that mean that that, does that, mean that mur- mirror murdered Stephanie in Triple H? Does that be cool with that? He'll turn. 
Heel turn. That's not nice. It's fair, but it's not nice. Anyway, they're making a bunch of bullshit. I'm sure it'll be as good as the quality shows that they make now. I mean, I... I hear it's... I hear it's cool. I, I mean, the, And I yet, we'll never get a new season of Camp WWE. Said no one ever. Until now. And I didn't even really mean it. Wow. This guy. Oh, come on. Are you going to sit here and defend that show? No. No, I'm not. Yeah, John, is that it for news? It's a lot like the Mummy Demastered. It, was, it wasn't bad, but it was also just no ambition whatsoever. Yeah, that's it for news. So you know what that means? We get to talk about... Welcome to Monday Night Raw, the show that I did not watch this week. John? Hold on. Yeah, sorry. The well, Shit, no. Oh, so, fuck. The recording's messing up. Oh, that's Wait, cool. Wait, hold up. No, it's working. Did we lose anything? Uh, might have lost a little bit. making more work for me, my friend. Hey, I, I don't know why the system overloaded. But Stop downloading porn. I'm not downloading uh, anything! Uh-huh. Who downloads <laughs> porn anymore? The shit's all on, like, the fucking video sites. Whatever, man. Fucking Luddite. Get with the times, Grandpa. Copy. You save a private copy. Duh. I guess. Uh, yes, I know. I know you don't want to talk about Raw, but there are things that happened on Raw, so let's just get to the important... I didn't watch it. Let's get to the important things, Owen. My first important thing, can people read about it on our website? No. <sighs> Wait a minute. Do you want to know yeah, why they can't read about it? Because you don't like writing for the website? No, because I finished watching Raw like right before NXT. Moving is hard, Owen. I don't know if you know this. I, I heard that you like to move it, move it. I do, but not unpacking boxes and, and feeling overwhelmed. That part sucks. Ah, so never, never unpack the boxes, obviously. Speaking it's of overwhelmed, box. Matt Hardy got you very over overwhelmed after his loss against Bray Wyatt on Monday's episode of Raw. But can you blame him? Because, I mean... It's Bray Wyatt. How do you lose to him? He's bad. I know, how... Because Matt Hardy's also bad. Well... I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad you did. Anyway! Yeah, he... After the match, he just sat in corner and did delete a whole bunch and made people think that he's gonna finally break. But, no, fuck, fuck this. I don't trust them. They've done this too many times of like, oh, he's awoken now. Oh, now he's he's got the streak in his hair. And he's going, ah, and calling things delightful. No, I don't, I don't trust it. 
Hey, hey John. So they're not going to break him. Gonna, you don't think they're going to break him? I I would like to believe it. You know, we had a, this conversation earlier in the week where I postulated to you that maybe they're finally doing it because Anthem is so fucking weak and like dying that uh-huh. like they can't afford legal fees anymore so they can just fucking do it. And then John, I I go one step further and I get a response from Anthem about it. Oh. Would you like to hear what I've heard, what I've gotten from Anthem? Okay. We have seen the character's development and will be interested to see where they take the concept. Our new talent agreements all incorporate language that allow talent to continue to use their impact persona after they leave the company. We are working with our legal team to amend our existing agreements to extend this to all of our current and former talent. So, what does that sound like it means to you? Sounds like they settled with the Hardys. Delightful! Alright, so I guess this is happening. They're, they're gonna they're gonna break him for real, and then Jeff's gonna come back, and they're gonna do the final deletion. Here's my concern. Maybe too little, too late. I mean, again, maybe this is the thing that the Hardys need is like to be able to break again, and maybe that'll make them fun and like change everything. But I mean, and this Hardy Boys, you know. Team Extreme reunion bullshit that they've done over the past, like, I don't even know how long. It's been seven months at this point. Uh-huh. Close to eight, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like Most of the year. This has just turned me off of the Hardys entirely. This ruined, like, every single bit of goodwill that, like, last year built up for or them for me. I mean, Jesus, I tried to get the final deletion fucking made match of the year. Mm-hmm. I got really close. Hey, John. Have you considered that maybe instead of just having them half like in the middle of the storyline appear in the company, maybe they should just redo the storyline from the beginning, including the part where people got tired of the Hardys to the point where they broke and then they got good again? Yeah, but do you really trust WWE to do that? No, I don't trust WWE, but I trust Matt. Do you really think they're going to give Matt, like, all the control over his character in the storyline that, say, for example, uh, the former team of Impact did? I think Triple H is. I think Triple H understands what's best for business. I'd like to believe that Triple H understands what's best for business, too, aside from, you know everything that we saw at Survivor Series that would suggest otherwise. Can we ignore that? That didn't ever happen. And also, I mean, the bigger problem here is what Triple H thinks is best for business still kind of doesn't really matter on this show. Because it all comes down to one person who likes to control everything. But maybe this will be the thing that they let Triple H do. Because look how good... NXT is doing. I, you know, I guess. 
Just try to be optimistic, John. We're so pessimistic about wrestling all the time. Deservedly so! I'm trying to... It's bad! Let's see what they do before we cast stones at it. If it's bad, it's bad. But don't assume it's going to be bad just quite yet. I... No. I feel confident in saying that these people have not earned the goodwill. They deserve to be looked at with skepticism and scorn. If it's good, then fuck yeah, I'm totally on board. But skepticism and scorn. Saying, just imagine if uh, Matt comes out in the Royal Rumble as fully broken Matt Hardy, and the whole arena is chanting "delete" because it's a very smart crowd for the Rumble. Speaking of things that should be deleted, yeah, can we get rid of Paige? Yeah, sure. Why not? I, I mean, she, she literally just got back. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I, I'll admit I'm being very petty about this just because I really sure. I really hate when people do that fucking I'm back thing. Like, it's so fucking lame. Stop it. That was last week. She did it again this week. I mean, she, that's her thing now. She's doing it to upset you personally. It's bad. Like, I, I get that it's, you know, she's a heel or whatever, so of course she's going to be shitty and annoying, but, like, that shit is just fucking hackneyed and stupid and just makes you look like a dork. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't work with all the other stuff where she's, like, literally yelling about, like, hey, you know why I did that shit last week? Because fuck all of you. I'm the matriarch of the fucking women's evolution. She called it the women's, the WWE evolution. Sorry. Uh-huh. She, you know, she literally said, and, you know, let's admit, kind of true. I'm the person that buried the name Divas forever. Huh? Like... You know, again, like, she's got good heel reasoning, even if, you know, her actions totally suck. Like, the whole thing is that, like, you know, her her lackeys jumped, uh, uh, what's her names? Uh, Mick James and Bailey before their, uh, triple threat, ma- or, uh, you know, six man, six woman match against, uh, those two and Sasha Banks. And then they just all beat up Sasha Banks. Hey, John. Yep. You know, she's full of shit when she says that stuff about the diva thing, right? Yeah, but you know, look, there's a there's a you, case you to know be made her, there. John, you know that her nickname was literally the Diva of Tomorrow. It was the anti diva, thank you. No, that was in XT. When she came to the main roster, it was the Diva of Tomorrow. That was her name. Vince is a shitty man. Kevin Dunn is a shitty man. And the the term diva didn't go away until it was Sasha Banks, uh Becky Lynch and Charlotte wrestling at WrestleMania. Again though. There's a case to be made. There's a case to be made that, again, this whole thing happened because of Paige and Emma. No, it's all Emma. Fuck Paige. Emma forever. It's mean. Am I wrong? No, yes, you are. Paige was really no. good. Was. Yeah, I, jury's out on what she is now. Like, you know, again, just, it's not even really her fault in a lot of ways, just... Mm-hmm. Circumstances of being close to Alberto Del Rio. The cocaine literally flying off of her. 
C. God damn it. C. I mean, even... C. <laughs> Your third. Speaking of cocaine... Okay, that's a transition I'm ready for. Let's go. <laughs> Let's talk about Asuka. What? <laughs> okay, I want to see the connection here. She Where's the connection? She yells like she's on cocaine. I don't know. No, she yells like she's a she, crazy Japanese Cocaine lady. makes you do things really fast, and she broke the record for the shortest uh, win by submission in WWE history. Without, you know, any distractions or foreign objects. Yeah. She just fucking immediately put Tana Brooke in an arm bar and won. But that's not the best part. You know what the best part is? What? The insert promo beforehand. I actually Did didn't not? see the insert promo. There's an insert promo right before the match of Dana Brooks saying that she found uh, Asuka's one weakness is that she sl- that she starts slow. <laughs> and then, as soon, then it, co- it cuts right to the match, the bell rings, and then she gets taps out immediately. <laughs> it's the best. As you do. It's It's just such a good use of an insert promo there. This is being completely wrong. Yeah, pretty much. It's great. No, no. Dana Brooks actually pretty good. Is she? I mean, do you know where she's going next, right? On the future endeavors list? No, she's she's signing up with Titus Worldwide. Oh, so the future endeavors list? Okay. Dairy Titus O'Neil is is good. Titus O'Neil is good. That's not what this week's episode of Raw seemed to indicate. But what do you do against Samoa Joe? I guess get chumped out. Yeah, exactly. It's not his fault that any human being gets pumped out by Samoa Joe. He's Samoan. Speaking of people getting chumped out by Samoa Joe, I guess so. I guess we need to talk about this Roman thing. The Rom Dog? The Rom Dog Millionaire. The big dog? The grand the dog. slammer of them all. The big dog, all the belts. Fuck JBL. Fuck Dean Ambrose. Wait, did you did you know this story about JBL, right? No. WWE's list you know, they had a thing where they were listing all the grand champion the Grand Slam champions, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't list JBL. Who is a Grand Slam champion? I mean, Booker T did say it on uh, on Raw this week, mm-hmm. so maybe that was. I was wondering about that. On like that, that seemed like oh, they're putting weird focus on JBL. I guess it's just because they all like him for some reason. No, because they but, forgot JBL, and JBL is very upset on Twitter about it. Yeah, that that makes a lot more sense now. Of like, oh, okay, they got some shit for it, and now they're they're course correcting to the extreme. To be fair. It's kind of fucked up to ignore JBL's accomplishment. And to be fair, fuck JBL. To be fair, fuck Booker T. I like Booker T. No. Did you not see what happened during that the the match with Seth Rollins? No. Where they they served up a thing a question for Booker T saying, "Oh, if Seth Rollins gets the win, do you think this puts him and Dean Ambrose in line for a tag title shot in the future. 
And Booker T just straight up says no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is a singles match. It has no repercussions with tag matches at all. He's not wrong. That, no, but that, the entire point of this match was to get them set up for a tag title rematch. Still, Which they even had an in-ring interview with him about them going after the tag belts after winning. Still dumb. Fucking Booker T. Booker T is the smartest man in the room, I'm sorry. No, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's just the worst. No, does, I'm down with that. Job? I'm totally oh, down with that. Of, no, fuck that. That's, this is not a tag match. Who cares what they do in singles matches? Shut up. So, but he's, he, the commentary is there to sell the story and, ma- and give a reason why this match is happening. And Booker T just says, no, fuck this match. You know what? I'm, again, though, as an agent of chaos that hates this show, I'm okay with it. I'm okay I, with I, them being like, nah, actually, fuck this show. John, as this the producer make of the show, as the producer of a show who likes to, like, have some order, I very much know you're an agent of chaos. I like Elias. Who? You might have heard of him. He he seems to be controlling the Miztourage now. Yeah, because the Miz is dead now. Did you see any of the Elias segment? I saw the harmonicas. That was fucking awesome. Push him to the moon. And the best part is that the crowd, who was, like, totally fucking anti-Elias, like, in a fun way, like, don't get me wrong, there definitely was, like, a, a good kind of heel heat, not, like, fucking Xbox heat or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. this crowd that was so not into him, it's like, fucking Mistraj is out here playing fucking harmonicas, and they're like, I, I feel like I should boo this, but I don't want to. I mean, they're pretty good at playing harmonica. It was fucking great. That that might be Doc Cool's moment. I'm just saying. Oh, there's so many Doc Cool moments, though. Like, I think right now, like, not to tip my hat too much for the year-end awards, I don't think there's a way you can top the, the crowd chain, this is murder. Or that was murder. That was pretty, pretty funny. Pretty Doc Cool moment. That was pretty funny. But again, we'll save that for next month. And then, yeah, they had a... He and Roman had an Intercontinental Championship match, and those are two guys. Why? They wanted to make... Give Elias a big marquee match and make him look cool and strong and stuff. And, you know... they oh, only Roman looks strong. Which, yeah, of course, Roman looked very strong in the end. O- only Roman looks strong. No one else allowed to look strong. They did an okay job of making Elias look like a credible threat. I mean, I think the problem is more just that, like, these are both wrestlers that are kind of vanilla and don't really take a lot of, you know, risks with their their stuff. They're mostly char- they're mostly characters, and the wrestling is fine. They're, you know, competent and, like, perfectly talented, but, like, nothing about them is really super exciting. Is Roman a character? I more meant Elias, to be honest. Okay, that's okay. okay. I'm just saying... Roman's character is Roman is I'm, I'm just Samoan Roman strong. Roman is just Roman. Roman is his Check own class of thing. He's not a Check character. My, he just is. I'm a vest. I'm a big dog. This is my yard. Check out my belt. 
Grand Slam champion. Believe that? He did not say believe that. No, he doesn't say believe that. He says believe that. He didn't say that either. What? What's his character? Man with belt. He beat The Undertaker. As I said, man with belt. Does he still talk about that? Is that does he still have a character? I mean, he still talks about being the big dog and it being his yard. Okay, that works. He he should come out at WrestleMania from a giant dog house. Sure. This match was fine. Roman won because of course he did. I mean, of course, he looks strong. It ended with him getting chumped out by Samoa Joe. Because you don't you understand, John. The only way to beat a guy whose gimmick is I'm Samoan is by, beat, by being beaten by a bigger guy who is even more Samoan. Also, I just like that Samoa Joe only fights, like, the same three people ever. And, like, you know, as much as we complain about that happening in WWE, like... Samoa Joe also feels like such a fucking crazy ass motherfucker that is like he's who's always just like no no I'm going to kill you I don't care that you beat me I want you dead this is going to happen you are going to die and I'm into it I mean that's what he does that, that is what he does Joe the crowd chance Joe is going to kill you yeah he's going to kill you I'm aware I wasn't suggesting otherwise as much as I was suggesting. That I like Samoa Joe. I like Samoa Joe too. I can't wait for him to have a TV match with Roman where he gets beaten clean. I hate you. I hate you for I mean, that. John, they don't have a pay-per-view next month. It's gonna happen. Shut up. What if they, what if they save it up for Christmas and they have a Miracle on 34th Street fight? Nope. Mojo dressed up as Santa. Nope. Let's go. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Don't want it. Nope. They get to open presents and beat each other with them. It's so much fun. Such a good use of Mojo. Come on. Speaking of such a good use of things, let's... Fucking... Look. What? I've already said it many times, but I guess I have to say it one more time. I'm really not into this cane shit. Oh, but you have to realize, John, that they were where he is going to become the mayor. Yeah. That's where Raw was this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. That's why the, Chan came for mayor. That's why they were very much into Roman Reigns. What? Why were they in the Roman Reigns? Because they're a bad crowd! Wow! Just dunking on Kane's constituents. I can't believe you. Yeah, okay, sure. I am dunking on Tennessee. Fight me. I mean, I, Tennessee is fine. I guess. But, John, I don't, I've I don't been think you're there. The, I don't think you're seeing the bigger picture of the Kane shit that happened. So you tell me what happened and what you think of it. Kane had a match against Jason Jordan. Kane Fuck won. Jason Jordan. Fuck Jason Jordan. Yeah, fair. I, I, again, I don't know where the fuck this Jason Jordan shit is going, though. The hell. Where it belongs. Oh, so with Kane. Yeah. Wait, is gonna turn Jason Jordan going to turn to Kane? Yes. 
is he's gonna be he's gonna give the gimmick off to him, just like Roman Reigns got the the Undertaker's powers. I don't I don't like this. Finn you Balor like comes out to be like, "Hey, remember when you beat me that time? That sucked. Let's fight again." You're gonna beat up Jason Jordan. That's dumb. Okay, sure. Finn's got nothing else happening. Finn wins because Kane oh, yeah. beats him with a steel chair. As you do. And then Braun comes out and beats him with a steel chair. Uh huh. And that's that's it. Are you are you not seeing the bigger picture? I'm mean, the part where he smashes his. The chair into his windpipe, like Kane did uh-huh. to Braun. No, but did you see Kane's reaction to it? Where uh, he was like really fucked up by it. Yeah. Do you not know what this opens the door for? No. Bring back the talk box. Kane gets the talk box back. What? You get some weird robot voice back, let's go! That was a thing? You don't remember the the original Kane? Or he had a, a voice box because he didn't talk? Not really. Yeah, he used to hold it up to his throat and he would like talk like a robot. It was awesome. Huh. That was the original Kane. And now they might do it again. And it'd be really funny. Huh. Hmm? Bizarre throwback. It'd be really cool if they did it. I'm not into this Kane thing. Like, I get it. He and Braun will have a perfectly serviceable match. And then I guess maybe Kane will fight the Rom Dog or something. You hate fun. No, I just don't think they've done a good job justifying Kane being this monster guy again. You have the voice box, and it'd be scary. Ooh, spooky. And then he's going to become the mayor. And as you know, politicians are the the biggest monsters of them all. Yeah, they sure are. So yeah, that was Raw. I, I give it three hours out of my life. It wasn't really three hours, it wasn't an hour and a half. Well, I mean, I guess it was technically an hour and a half because of Hulu, but you know what? So there you go. It still felt like three hours. Also a little bit longer than that because, you know, of the stuff that Hulu cut that I had to look up. No oh, man. You know Hulu cut out the fucking arty shit? Of course he did. Why? Fuck Hulu. Delete this show, am I right? No. Because they also like put up the full SmackDown. On Hulu. Well, yeah, because it's only two hours. That sounds a good show. Eh. Would you like to hear about it? Eh. And uh, f- folks can read some of my thoughts about it and see some fun gifts over at our website, ProWrestling.Cool, because I wrote about it. And I put a very good title for that article. Did you, did you see it? No. Well, it's... Let me pull it up real fast. It is about last night. Eh. WWE SmackDown. Bully 2. Mojo's back, Zach. 
No. Yes. Do you get the reference? No. Do you actually not get the reference? No, I actually don't. Because Game Informer, when they were messing with their CMS uh, a while ago, they were just putting in like random bullshit to check it, and one of them was Bully 2. It was titled Bully 2, Kevin's Back Jack. Even though Kevin is not a character in Bully. It accidentally got published onto the website, and all the, the news sites were circulating, oh no, they just they leaked the announcement of Bully 2. And they're like, no. Because why would it have that title? Kevin's not a person in, in, in the original Bully. I don't know what you're talking about. So, I did a parody of it. Because Mojo Raleigh is a bully. Because of what happened on SmackDown this week. Is he, because though? I, I mean, the hype Or does Zack Ryder just have it coming like he always does? Well, let me explain to you what happened. Because uh, last week, we had the hype bros against the debuting Bludgeon Brothers. With their real terrible looking outfits. Yeah. And it was a squash. I don't, I don't know about the... The, this whole thing. I mean, I, I liked their new in-ring style. It's very good. Just the outfits I wish were better. Well, they wanted a rematch. The Hyperos wanted a re- rematch this week, so they got it, and it was the exact same minute-long match, except the, the Hyperos swapped positions, and it was Zack Ryder getting murdered. Sure. And then... And then after the match, uh, I think it was Charlie, because they, they, or it was Dosh. I don't remember. It might have been Dosh. I'm not sure. They, all, the, have you noticed now that all the uh, the female uh, interviewers backstage are all brunettes? Yes. And they all look the same? It's very confusing. It's kind of how it was before, except they were know, just all it, blondes. Yeah, but... In, then they started like mixing it up because they had Charlie and they had Renee and stuff. It's like okay, but now it's just confusing again. Anyway, whoever interviewed them asked about like what does this mean for the hype bros? And Zach did the thing he's been doing for months, going, "Oh man, we really need to change because the landscape of the tag divisions changed, and we need to change. We need to turn. We clearly need to turn heel." And Mojo's like, well, actually, fuck you. I'm turning heel, and now you are dead. Sure. Did you see the segment? Because Mojo was really funny in it. No, I didn't. Because he was just, like, pummeling the crap out of Zack Ryder on the mat and just kept yelling that the Hype Bros are dead. Like, constantly just yelling, the Hype Bros are dead! The Hype Bros are dead! And then I go, and I think to myself, do you think this is the end of the tag team? I'm not sure. Eh. Wait and see so, yeah. until next week. Exactly. They'll they'll be back together again next week, clearly. They're I mean, you say that, but this is WWE where that typically happens. No, I think this is actually a, a, a heel mid-card push for Mojo. Which I could be into. That's unfortunate. I wanted to be a bully. Which has the title of my bout last night. I wanted to just be backstage bully. Because we haven't had one of those since Ryback. And he was also a meathead, so this is perfect. So yeah. I'm all for 
a better mid-card heel than Baron Corbin, who was real terrible on this week's episode. What did he do, Owen? Well, Bobby Roode had a backstage interview with one of the brunettes and asked about uh, Baron Corbin accidentally clocking him during the main event lumberjack match last week that caused the big brawl. And he's like, well, Baron Corbin tossed a little bunch of shit at me, so I don't think it was an accident, even though it clearly was. Uh, Baron Corbin shows up and says, well, well fuck you know, Bobby Roode's a dick. Yeah, and so is Baron Corbin, who comes in and says, well, fuck you. And Bobby Roode's like, well, how about you challenge... If you're so big and bad, why don't you defend your United States title against me tonight? And uh, Baron Corbin shakes his head. And then says no. And leaves. Okay. Reasonable. And that's all. His, that's all he does on SmackDown. Wait, either of them? That's it. That's all they had. He just challenged them to a match backstage, and Barrett Group said no, and that was the end of it. Of it. Cool. Mm-hmm. That that'll be exciting for Clash of Champions. Um, no. A guy no. who is too boring to be a heel. And a guy that should be a heel, but is not. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. It should just make a triple threat with Ty Dillinger. Because Ty makes everything better. the fuck has Ty even been doing lately? Is he sir not Uh, appearing in this film? That's a lot of people, because SmackDown is very limited. Because of the two-hour thing. But, uh... Yeah, if you read my article on the, the website, I actually pitched that Mojo should get into a feud with Ty Dillinger in the midcard. No, because then Ty will lose. Ty always loses. I know, and I hate it. But he does. Just accept it. You did this. I didn't do anything. This is your fault. No, it's 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 your fault. Your your brand didn't want him enough. So your brand decided to murder him? Yes, because he always got murdered in NXT. It's what he does. He's won, like, maybe one match, and that was that cage match against Eric Young, and that's it. You're a cage match! Thank you? Shut up. Tell me more about this bad show. It's a good show, thank you very much, and uh, the New Day are a good part of it. Because they fought against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Two very good teams. But do you know what the New Day did before the match? No. They came out with their box of bootios and dumped it onto this kid in the crowd, except there was no cereal in it. What? You know what was it? You know what was in the box? How would I know what was in the box if I didn't even know what happened in the segment? It was pancakes. What? New Day has pancakes. What? New Day pancakes. What? The, and the Uso are on commentary, and Biggie goes over to them and pulls and like puts his hand down in his singlet and pulls out a plate of pancakes for them. And then also a bottle of syrup and some napkins. What? 
Yep. And they hand it off to ba- to uh to Byron Saxon who threatens to eat them. To which Tom Phillips replies that if you even take one bite of those, you we are all leaving this this is the ringside area because fuck you. <laughs> that is that is just nasty. It was very good. It was very bizarre, and I'm very much into it. But yeah, this the, the point of this match, which was uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi in it taking them on, was that uh, Chad Gable's Chump Benjamin are owed their rematch for the tag titles, so they had to you know beat a comp you know a, a strong team to you know solidify their position in the tag division, right? No. They're out a, a rematch. Why do they need to fight another team? Just, just to like, because they're not. They have to wait until the pay per view, so they have to like keep looking strong heading into it. So why not fight the longest reigning tag champs? This is, sounds like they're gonna lose. Yeah, they, they, yeah, because the new day totally beat them. <laughs> the new day beat them clean. So guess what? Welp. I have a feeling that we're going to have a triple threat tag match in the Clash of Champions. Sure. Because I very much like the Usos in the New Day, and I also like Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, so this match is going to be incredible. Buckle up. Is it buckle up? Isn't this three face teams? No, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable are heels. Are they? Uh huh. Remember they they were beating they were chop blocking and injuring the Usos. Yeah, but fuck the Usos. And then cutting those mocking promos. Yeah, but fuck the Usos. What? Uh, I like the Usos. They got pancakes. And they locked and they got the division on lock because the Uso penitentiary. Also, they beat the bar because fuck the bar. Prisons are not a face move. Putting Tell that people to Brazongo. Fr- They're literally cops. A cab. Did you know that there was a fashion files on SmackDown? I I did know yes because I remember you saying last week that they were gonna that they announced that they were gonna do a saw parody. I said that two weeks ago actually. Because they did not have one last week. What? They did it this week. Sure. They took a week off from the Fashion Files, and we had a Saw parody. And it was... It was not bad. I wish it was more references, but I guess a lot of people don't watch Saw except for me. Is it I pres- bad that I'm just kind of over the whole Fashion Files thing? I mean, it's been going for a little while. I wish it would, like, you know, lead to something, but, yeah. I, like, I thought the whole thing was leading to them. Bludger Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening anymore, because there's a, there was a mysterious person who was the Jigsaw character who appeared on an iPad on the wall. <laughs> and my favorite part about the iPad is that you saw the lightning connector attached to it, because it, it was clearly plugged into something. Well, yeah, I mean, look, man. It was really funny. The Jigsaw Killer is going to have to save energy somehow. Yep. Well, the 
they also said they also put a 60 second timer on the iPad before they released a uh, a deadly uh, gas into the room. But they had to find the key. Where do you think the key was? It was inside somebody. No idea. Well, there was a a cloth in the middle of the room between Ascension and Brizongo, and they pulled it off, and it was the decapitated head of Tully. <clears throat> Tully the horse. Which they had a fun flashback thing to remind people who he is. And the Ascension had a great line telling the, the telling Brizongo that they had to beat a dead horse to get the key. Because the fashion files are very dragged out. Okay, 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 John. Brazango. What? Who's that? I don't know who that is. He's a WrestleMan. He says ha a lot. Well, she was on a television program that people watched. Don't we all? But yeah, uh, Brazango used the key to escape. The Ascension tells them to leave them because they're, they're going to sacrifice themselves for their friends. And Brazango yells at them that they're not they're actually their friends and fuck them and they leave. And the gas comes and kills the Ascension. And that's the end of the segment. The Ascension are dead. Well, I wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors. Hey, doesn't that suck? That's, that's a weird way to write off some, some wrestlers. Death by toxic gas. Do you think this actually is a write-off for the Ascension, or do you think that they're going to just have them come back next time? No, it, they'll, they'll be back. I hope so, because they are really funny in these segments. The toxic gas is just going to be like a fart or something. This is Vince McMahon we're talking about. True. So we had Fandango one week talk about how much he loves anal probes. So who knows? Again, Vince McMahon. Fair enough. Uh, I got one more thing about SmackDown, and it is... Well, actually, no. Crap, there, there's a couple things. I forgot I have these other notes down here. But do they I'll matter? Go, I'll go through them quickly. AJ Styles and the Singh brothers had a handicap match. Nope. Uh, Jinder came out, was out there and attacked before the match so that the Singhs actually had a reason to have the heat on them at the beginning of the match. But well, of course, I was trying to hinder. But of course, uh, AJ Styles won. Because of In course a really, really cool ending, though. I actually he did, did a- hear about the ending. The ending sounds pretty neat. He did a Stars Clash off of the middle rope onto the other Sing. It looked dangerous and amazing. That does sound pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It just sucks that it's going to lead to an AJ Styles Jinder Mahal match. It always does! Yep. Um, I mean, I'm honestly surprised that Jinder hasn't won it back yet for the, uh, for the India Super Show. I don't think he's going to, because it's big enough that he's fighting Triple H. Yeah. And going to probably beat Triple H. Of course he is. When the cameras aren't rolling, Triple H will do whatever the 
to please the crowd. It's just when it's on that he has to fuck everyone over. See Survivor Series. Did you see the the video after they went off the air? Yeah, I did. Where he he ran into the stage. That's, see, that's fun, but also the cameras weren't on, so he can actually have fun then. Instead of being an asshole that ruins everything. I'm not having fun. You, you know what else is not fun, John? The Riot Squad. Oh no! With two T's, you mean? Yes, with two T's, because Ruby Riot now has two T's, because I don't fucking know. Because copyrights. Well, trademarks. But they came up with the name, so why didn't it already have two T's? Literally a name the WWE gave her. Not extreme enough for Vince McMahon. He likes to rock and roll. He's all into the songs that the hip kids are listening to, like Jerry Lee Lewis. My God, I knew I knew that's where that was going. But yeah, they they had a backstage interview and also commentary during the recap explained that Becky Lynch is going to be gone for a while, meaning she's filming the Marine. But yeah, this this backstage interview sure showed that only Ruby Riot is ready for the main roster because is the other she two, though? She talking wise, yes. Okay. Because the other two had like one or two lines and they couldn't even deliver them convincingly. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And that's that and that's just not that's not just me hating Liv Morgan because she exists. She's legitimately bad. And they had Well, let's be honest, you mostly hate Liv Morgan because she exists. Uh, uh, yes, but I'm saying she's also bad. Outside of my hate for her. They had a six women tag against Charlotte, Natalia, and Naomi, which went as you would think with Natalia being involved. She's like, started fuck ma- it. Start- yep, started the match, got tagged out by blindly by Charlotte and said, fuck it, I'm out, and left. Making a handicap match. Which resulted in them murdering Naomi with stairs. So it was three on one, and Charlotte <laughs> lost. Oh, they're going to do another stairs match? If only. But that pay-per-view already passed. So yeah. I don't I don't like these girls. I don't also don't like what they're doing on In comparison, I like what they're doing on Raw compared to them, because this is really <laughs> like a real bad knockoff of what they're doing. With the page and all them. Also in fairness, I'd say that the talent that they have picked for Raw is much better. Yeah, I I like Sony Deville. Um Mandy Rose, I think, is a fun character that they could do good things with when this story's over. I see no potential in Sarah Logan and uh Oh, I don't even see potential in Ruby Riot at this point really either. Yep. It's not good. The the last thing on SmackDown for realsies is the whole Kevin Owens Sami Zayn thing with uh also a bit of a feud between Danny Bryan and Shane McMahon. Yeah, I don't I don't get that. That's dumb. Also, I, yeah, who is I like it. Who is the third person again? The Sarah Logan? Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan and Ruby. Like Ryan. who is she again? She's the the out she's the 
you know, the outdoorsy one, the hunter. Oh, shit. Isn't she a uh, Chris Mary Thompson? The formerly uh, one? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you fact check that while I talk about this next thing? Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, Shane McMahon and Dan Bryan having their weird feud thing where, uh. Don't like it. I, I, I kind of see where it's going. Because Shane wants to just straight up fire them. And Danny Brown's like, no, because these two are actually talented and we don't want Raw to have them. Because even though Survivor Series is over, we're still, we still have this feud with Raw, remember? It's the whole point of the brand split, remember? Please remember. It is, in fact, Crazy Mary Dobson. Oh, she's fine. This character's not good, though. That she has. She's not crazy enough. Anywho. Uh, Shane McMahon finally goes, yeah, okay, but the main event that I booked last week of Orton versus uh, Kevin Owens is now no disqualification. No, and, no. And, and Sami Zayn's barred from ringside. But it's no to disqualification. Which, How can you yeah, do which, that in a match for yeah. To which I go, what happens if Sami Zayn comes out? Is he going to get disqualified? There's no disqualifications. But they they never explain that, so whatever. Of course not. Why would they? Yeah. Uh, the actual match uh, involved a bunch of weapons. And then the fight went out toward the ramp, you know, beating them up on the stage. And wouldn't you, wouldn't you be surprised to see that Sami Zayn came out with a chair and beat the crap out of Orton? Say what? Oh, but don't you understand, John? He beat him up at the top of the, the stage. That's yeah. not ringside. No, no I, he totally got away with it. Makes sense. Which he yelled at the ref. He's like, I'm just, that's not ringside. <laughs> this is totally fair. Nothing to do about Jordan's it. Fault. Jordan's fault. Fell for the, uh, the, fell fight for the trap. Continued, the, the fight continued in the ring. Kevin Owens hit a super kick and then a frog splash and beat Randy Orton relatively clean. Huzzah, I guess. So, yeah, you know what? You know what I think this is leading to with the, with the whole thing between Shane and uh, Danny Bryan. No, I think Danny Bryan's gonna turn heel and take full control of SmackDown. Sure, and let and give you know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn all the power that they want. I mean, sure, okay. I mean, he keeps talking about them being like super, like huge assets to the brand, and how talented they are, and like making sure that they don't get fully screwed over, and they keep somehow winning these things that Shane sets up for them. It's as if there's someone in there pulling the strings to make sure that, that they get away. Someone with power, like Danny Bryan. Yeah, I guess so. Also, Danny Bryan was very oddly, like, secretive about the uh, the Riot Squad showing up the week before. Like, he was in on it, but he wasn't going to explain what exactly was going on. I, I think Danny Bryan's going to do a hostile takeover, and it's going to be cool. And that'd be a cool thing to do, set up in January, and lead for uh, WrestleMania season. I still yeah. feel like it all doesn't really matter if Debray 
isn't bu- building towards being allowed to wrestle ever again. Well, Danny Bryan keeps hinting that he might be able to wrestle soon. So who knows? Yeah, because he might be going to New Japan soon. Well, no, that's, that's like at the end of next year. He's talking about sooner than that. All he has to do is pass a concussion protocol. If he can do that, he can wrestle. So maybe he'll attempt to do that during WrestleMania season. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for SmackDown. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's a good time. Yeah. John, why don't you uh, bring things home? Talking about uh, NXT this week, which was a weird one. Oh, and NXT made no sense to me. Why? So, I'm sure you can answer this for me. Mm-hmm. Was this just that San Antonio house show they did where fucking uh, Drew McIntyre fought, uh, what's his name, Adam Cole, Bebe? Pretty sure. I mean, it was in San Antonio. Yeah. It was recent. And it looked like it was a house show, so... Uh, it definitely yeah. was a house show. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like they're going to spread it out between the next few weeks, so yeah. Pretty weird if they show that Adam Cole match. Why? Because then they have to be like, Hey, we filmed this a while ago. Hey, John, what if he doesn't have the belt on him? Like they knew. But they're already talking about how he's injured. I don't know, John. Maybe maybe that match is just for the live crowd. Because also, remember, Shawn Michaels is the referee, so maybe they might not show it. I remember that, attraction. in fact. I don't know. might be a special attraction. All I know is it's likely that next week is also going to be from that show. Just like I remember that the weird timing of things make absolutely no sense. Like, say, for example, the fact that, you know, on last week's NXT, uh, you know, the one that they filmed before uh, TakeOver, War Games, they had a, a whole segment of the Street Profits outside the crowd, hanging out with the crowd, and then getting into a fight with uh, Tina Sabatelli and Riddick Moss about standing around their Maserati or whatever. Set up a match for the next week. To set up a match that happened this week on NXT. John, I, John, they're trying to act like everything's happening in present time. What the fuck? John, the, just let them roll with it, because the commentary actually is recorded like in present time. The the commentary this week was egregiously bad. It, it's weird, as if it's not... You can't really do it well if, if you're watching on a monitor instead of being in the arena. See... The May Young Classic stuff. Because they had to re-record all the commentary. You know what? No. I, I'm not willing to go there with that. Like, yes, while it would be cool if they could do it live, like, look, they they do this a lot of, like, hey, we're just going to record the commentary, like, when it airs and, like, do that. Like, they have a lot of practice with this. And the problem was not, like... That, oh no, they had to do it on the fly. That sucks. The problem was more, Jesus Christ, Morrow, all you were doing is just, like, fucking weird references to shit that, like... That's what he does. 
But, like, it was egregious this time. Like, he just fucking spent, like, a minute and a half talking about Black Friday. You know why? Because he's trying to get over the fact that this is happening this week. I know, and he, it was too how much. How would he know if it was a week ago? It was too much! I don't think that was Morrow's fault. I think he was given that direction. Still too much? Whoever made that decision, bad call. Michael Cole. Michael Cole is involved in NXT commentary? Yeah, yes, he has been. Really? Yes, he's always been. I I didn't know this. Yeah, he's always there in, in backstage, you know, talking into the headset, giving them pointers and stuff. Yeah. Maro doesn't need Michael pointers. Cole. No, he doesn't. But when Vince has stuff that he wants to be done, he's got to do it. Morrow needs nothing. Mar- Morrow needs to be far away from JBL. Very true. Anyway, this match is fine. It, it was a lot like the matches we've seen of them before. Or yeah, the one I, match I, we've seen of them before. I like the Street Profits. I think that Angelo Dawkins needs to stir the pot more. I like Montez Ford. He's great. His his high flying stuff is fucking rad. He's gonna be a real winner that one. I think they're both gonna be winners. They're great. Uh, I like I like the I like the mix of them together. It's good. Good chemistry. Uh, dog still does nothing for me. Oh, you're no fun. Gotta stir the pot more. They did a really cool video package for Lars. His Lars is very cool. I, I remember that NXT does great video packages. That's a thing that they should do again more. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they have to do this when they have limited footage from this house show. After that, we had a match between Kyrie uh, Sane and uh, Payne Rice. I love... you like that joke I made in the notes there, Owen? Uh, let me take a look at it. Hold on. I think you'll appreciate it. Uh... That's just fine. Hey, hey John, both talented. I, don't a, I don't think that was a joke. I think you you accidentally put that. No, I, I did that intentionally to piss you off. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Got if you want to see the, If you want to see the notes, subscribe to our Patreon. Asshole. I liked the iconic duo shirts. They were extremely good. They're they're pretty funny. They're great. It's I don't understand bit. why you don't love the iconic duo as much as I do. They're so good. They're fun. I like they're them. The best. They're extremely talented, and they're great. And their their characters are down perfect. They're great. They're the, to- they're the total package. Remember that time that they did the to- that. Peyton Royce did the torture rack? No. Fucked up. You should, you should go back and see that. Kyrie Sane won. What? I can't believe it. The people I like lose to the, the overhyped Japanese superstar. I can't believe it. This is a very good match. But, yeah. But yeah, because Peyton Royce is really good. And speaking of really good matches... Ah, uh, hmm... Hey, hey, hey. 
up until the ending, Mustache Mountain versus Pete Dunn and Mandrews, Mark Andrews. Was you can say Mandrews? It's fine. I I did say Mandrews, but I'm, I want to specify for the crowd at home that the, this is in fact who Mandrews is. Uh huh. It was great. It was awesome. Here's the thing, John. I was setting up for the show, so I didn't see the ending. Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate stuff. Like, you know, the bits that they had were like, I'd say they, they were even better than a lot of the exchanges that they had in the their, that amazing NXT TakeOver Chicago match. Mm-hmm. They have really built on that with these characters. I thought this was a super fun, exciting match. Oh my god, did you... Can we fucking talk about that Frankensteiner powerbomb combo? I didn't see it. Holy... Okay. Mark Andrews is on the top row with, uh-huh. uh... I want to say Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. Um... Pete Dunn tags himself in. And, of course, Mark Andrews is like, what the fuck? What the hell, man? What What is your goddamn problem? Why are you such a dick? And Pete Dunn is just like, what are you waiting for? Do your shit. And Mark Andrews is like, shit, okay. And fucking Frankensteiner's there's Trent Seven off of the goddamn top rope into Pete Dunn, who is standing there, who grabs him and fucking sit out power bombs him. That's fucking great. It was insane. Like, I kind of want to make a category in fucking our best of the year shit for, like, coolest fucking move just so that we can make this the winner. You can make it that coolest moment. It was really good. But you know why I was going, eh, when you were saying this match was great? Why? Because Pete Dunn did the Pete Dunn things, and I didn't want to look at it. I mean, that's that's part of what makes it good is Pete Dunn does no, the Pete Dunn things. I don't want to see sucks. the joint manipulation. Fuck. Yeah, I never want to see that either. But it's a I thing keep, that happens. It's like saying, I oh man, I hope they cover. don't joint manipulate in a William Regal match. I mean, it's not nearly as bad as when he when Pete Dunn does it. Like, I don't know. It's pretty bad. It was pretty bad when Regal did it. You remember that Cassius Ono match he had? I remember the Cesaro one. It looks like he fucking broke his goddamn hand. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't want to see Pete Dunn do that. I really hope he's not at TakeOver. I don't need to see it. I'm down with it. It sucks that I'm down with it. What sucks, sucks that I'm not down with was the ending of this match. So what happened? I, I didn't say it. So they have a whole thing that, you know, they're building in the story of, like, Pete Dunne is kind of a dick and doesn't give a fuck about anyone, and, like, he has this, you know, this team up with Mark Andrews, who is very vocal about the fact that the only reason he's teaming up with, with Pete Dunne is because if they win, he becomes number one contender. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, they have this very tenuous relationship at best. Like, they're, you know, constantly, like, tagging themselves in. And, like, you know, because Pete Dunne's being a dick and being like, you know, no, this is, fuck you, I don't need you, I'm the best, I'm the bruiser weight. And that tension has absolutely nothing to do with the ending of the match whatsoever. Okay. 
Tower bait pins Pete Dunn clean. What? Yep. No. Yep. Tower bait one with the Tower Driver 97 on uh, Pete Dunn. After I guess Mark Andrews was like thrown out of the ring or something. I don't even remember what happened to him. But yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Champion got lost clean. Uh, hmm. Nothing to do with Mark Andrews. Nothing. Anything. Just lost clean. Tyler Bate. Oh, great. Which, you know what? Tyler looked great. It was a really fun match. But, I mean, come on. I guess that's leading to them having a title match. I guess, but it's like, why? We already did this. He's the one that he won the title from. See, this is why you do it in January, and then you have your match of the year again. Two years in a row. Mm. Whatever. Well, what what do you think about NXT overall? It was good. I mean, it it was certainly strange, because it was that sort of house show. With, like, Mm -hmm. some weird time jump things of, like, hey, remember this thing that happened in War Games? Uh, Hey, remember this Ruby Riot match that we had last week? And it was definitely last week that we did it. They're doing their best. Now we're going to have a no-holes-barred match between them next week that we totally didn't film before we filmed that match. I swear. John? John? It's the one night of the year that Raw and SmackDown superstars compete in head-to-head competition. We're done. We're d- okay. we're done. Res- the, wrestling's bad, but I keep watching it because you make me. I mean, you can stop at any time. You say that, but I know that you'll just release the the rest of the toxins. I'll I'll never tell. Guys, this has been a heel trainer production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a website. Go to the website. We got cool stuff on the website. Like what? We got uh your about last night for SmackDown. We don't have one about Raw? Again, I finished watching it like three hours ago. I know. I'm, I'm just letting the folks know that if they're looking for it, it's not there. We got statistics. We got hot takes. We got things of general interest. We got reviews. We do. And um, I'm still surprised that Survivor Series rated so low. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was decent. You know, I guess up and down is not so bad, but. No, up and down is better than what usually is, which is two thumbs in the middle. Yeah, I guess so. One one thumb up is better than two in the middle. True. It's science. Also, uh, thanks to our uh, Patreon subscribers, which you can be one over at patreon.com slash pwc. Uh, we're going to have some really, a really weird piece of content going up on the website. I don't want to really talk too much about what it is, but... I'm going to have to build a thing into the website so you can put it on there. It'll be something, all right. How's it? How's that article coming along? 
without giving away too much? I don't even know where to begin. Um, I have faith in you. You you'll you'll pull it off. I mean, th- that's the thing. Is like I I know where to begin. Like I have the characters down pat. It's just Jesus Christ. What have what have we done? We sold out. To help us sell out over at patreon.com slash PWC and you can get fun things like exclusive podcasts or even the notes of this show. You can see the hilarious joke that I made in the NXT notes where I wrote it's Billy Kay instead of Payne Royce because they're well, the same person. It, you gave it away, so good job. There are other funny notes that you can see, but now the, you know why all, Owen was all, so mad. All the jokes are bad and he's a bad person. Don't. Don't look at the notes. Well, you're a worse person, so there. How about that? How does that make you feel? I don't cover Raw. Well, I wouldn't if you didn't make me! (laughs) Heel turn. We do this show live every Wednesday night at 9pm Eastern over at Mixler.com. Sorry, we don't do that anymore. That thing's broken. Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. That's a thing that we use. It's also and YouTube, YouTube, I guess? Search, just search ProWrestling.com on YouTube. You'll find it. Or don't. You should. Hang out in the Twitch chat and type Kappa over and over again. And then type really vile shit and we ban you. Well, don't do that one. But Kappas are always welcome. I'm going to say that you can do that so that I know who you are and ban you and then... Blast I mean, you on had, the internet. We had vile shit in the YouTube chat that, that I don't usually check, so don't worry. Well, again, it's YouTube. Fair enough. Uh, Speaking John? of bad places on the internet, hmm? there's Twitter. At the heel turn? Yeah. We also have a Facebook, and- facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Another bad place on the internet. Also, PWDOTC is our other Twitter, if you're into that kind of thing. Super bad websites, like Twitter, where you can find me at IamJohnGM. Superbadwebsite.com, that's my page, where you can see the trailer for the movie Superbad. Also, you can follow follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Huzzah! Does SuperbadWebsite.com actually go to the movie Superbad? I don't know. Well, it should. Anywho, we'll be back next week with another fun, exciting episode. I don't even know when Clash of Champions is. When is that? Is it soon? Nope. It has to be. I mean, I don't know. That's what I meant by nope. Well, whenever it is, we'll we'll be ready and we're going to keep on keeping on. So until then, y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network. Produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.